Hello, is anybody there? Long time, no recording. This is Pocupine. And this is Banana. And welcome to an overdue episode of Pocupine and Banana. We hope everybody has been well. Before we get to apologies, pleasantries, as well as <laughs> the gist of the episode, we just want to say we are recording this via our most beloved app, probably the app that took us most by storm, Zoom. So if this is giving you Zoom meeting, work meeting, PTSD, listen, it is what it is. Pardon the audio. Sorry for triggering you, but here goes nothing. So guys, big elephant in the room. We've been gone a while. It's mostly been because of well, world circumstances, life circumstances, things happening. And I guess the biggest thing that is happening right now is COVID-19. Mm-hmm. And it has affected all of us in ways that we didn't even think would happen. Mm-hmm. But I guess this is the time for us to talk about it. Yeah, uh, I mean, there, there are no easy ways of talking about this. And perhaps maybe we could start with a moment of silence for all the lives that have been lost from, you know, healthcare workers to essential workers to uh, civil society. So if we could just take a brief moment of silence for that. Thank you. Thoughts to everybody who is maybe battling with this, people in their personal capacity, people running systems that are kind of handling this, uh, and condolences to everybody who has lost their loved ones, people they care for and who cared for them to this virus. I think, interestingly, I think both of us have been working somewhat close to this, but I would say banana more than myself because she is a public health practitioner and she has been working maybe more closely uh, with this. So what has it been like for you uh, in the last four or five months? I think the, the funny thing is I did not see this coming. And I work in an organization that is that handles all of the huge public health issues around the world. Mm-hmm. And so when it first started, it even inside the organization, it was just like this word you hear here, that meeting over there that kind of discusses it in in very broad terms, but it was not gonna be this huge global pandemic. And I was on a work trip at the time and suddenly like overnight, we weren't able to come home because airports are closing. Like I could see on the faces of my entire team that everybody's realizing this is gonna be something. And then, we stopped going to the office and that was a huge deal because a lot of our work is done through meetings and just seeing people and talking to different ministries and all that and it's just being in the office was kind of essential to all that to like our entire workflow was disrupted and we have to devise these systems and how we're going to communicate and who's going to handle what and when you're the one responsible for huge work related to this particular pandemic it just is very bizarre to this day it still feels like a dream honestly it's like i'm just like i'm living in an alternate universe where this is happening and i'm doing all these things and i'm supposedly helping and i'm not really sure if i am or i'm not but i know information firsthand and it's just all difficult to process and that has been my life perhaps on that right you definitely know more than most of us do and you 
for the most part might know things way earlier than most of us do. How are you taking care of yourself? Because I imagine this is probably taking a toll on you emotionally. That's, it's, it's a lot of, I think, disruption, death, loss, grief of, you know, multiple, I mean, of large proportions, but also in multiple areas of our lives where we didn't even expect to have disruption. So personally for you, how are you, how are you holding up, fam? <laughs> Very important question. So when this started, I wasn't really doing anything specific because how I understood it in my head is I'm not a frontline worker. Mm-hmm. I am way, way, way back. I handle information. I might help with guidance, uh, technical assistance, all of that to frontline workers, but I'm not actually on the field. And so I'm, I'm very rarely, like my life is really threatened unless I just go out in the street, which is really not advisable to do. So I didn't think that I was going to be affected. And I didn't think that I owed it to myself to keep checking in, whether I'm mentally okay, all of that, emotionally okay. Mm -hmm. So it took some time before I realized that I'm not doing well at all. Like the way my life was going, all of my normal routines have been disrupted. You keep getting all these reports every single day that show you that it's just worse and worse and worse and people out there are not as exposed to all of this information and then I was completely burnt out. I think you know this porcupine because there was a time where I just completely disappeared Mm -hmm. and and the only thing I could deal with at that time was work. I didn't have time for people and it's not just that I didn't have time even when I did I just could not deal with talking or people reaching out and I started cutting off people very, very hard. And they actually, like a lot of my friends were like, dude, where are you at? And I wouldn't reply for months because yep, this could not. <laughs> well, <Literally>, okay. <laughs> me out for almost two months. And I think the hardest part was we oh, all wow. know where you work and we all know you are literally in the heart of the storm. So we know that it's probably what's probably happening is that you you just can't deal. Period. Exactly, and and I couldn't deal for a while, and it, and it took like somebody who was very close to me. He reached out and he was like, "This is not gonna work out. You can't keep going on like this. You're clearly sinking into some sort of depressive episode." I actually for a while stopped eating. I couldn't see the point in any of these normal life activities. It wasn't that, for example, I wasn't hungry or I wasn't looking for some sort of company. I just, I don't know, I didn't have the energy to do it. And so I saw somebody, like a therapist basically, Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I had reached a very low point. Mm -hmm. He gave me different ways that I could cope with the feelings that I'm having, how to relieve stress in a constructive way, Mm -hmm. how when I've reached, you know, rock bottom, where exactly I could find inspiration in my life to help me keep moving forward. How has it been for you not being this close, you know, because I'm sure you have a bit of a different experience than I do mm-hmm. in dealing with the changing situation. Yeah. So obviously I am nowhere near, you know, healthcare officials, systems, people, places, facilities, centers. So really I'm on a, when it comes to that and the impact of that, I'm on a, you know, thoughts and prayers type vibe because luckily I have not been infected. I personally do not know a single person in my life that has been um, infected. I think 
I know people that have been affected and that is more on the livelihood side. And I think that's, that's a lot of the, you know, a lot of my interest, a lot of my work falls within that realm. So to me personally, I think very quickly I adapted to kind of working from home. I think the, the privilege for me has been that the, there's enough technology and there's enough access to build a life around kind of, you know, stuff being delivered to you, being able to do things remotely or whatever the case might be. There have been a few areas around maybe housing that kind of, you know, we're shifting a bit because we are in a very turbulent uh, housing market. So just kind of balancing that. And I kind of personally ended up having to move in the middle, I guess, of this pandemic. And I say in the middle, I don't know, as a phrase now, because obviously when are we ever in the middle if you don't know when this thing is going to end, you know? Yeah, so apart from that, I've been healthy. It did sink in maybe after three weeks, like, okay, we're going to be here a while. And in my mind, I'm keeping 2021 as the first time I will be able to freely go out. But apart from that, I only keep it to the basics. Haven't really been anywhere outside of like the grocery store. You're doing some exercises now here and there. The, the, the kind of work I do very seamlessly and, you know, knock on wood, very seamlessly was able to kind of adapt to working from home. I think maybe for most people who might be in my position, we are maybe experiencing fatigue from just, you know, staring at computers and connecting only virtually with people, trying to be extra careful when we do meet up with people and keeping that to, you know, a low number, if at all, you know, just kind of checking in with self. And the last part, which is kind of you know, emotional, a bit of what you mentioned, but definitely nothing at the scale that you mentioned, is, I don't know, just reckoning with the fact, like, personally, I'll give an example. I'm a person who likes my own company. Like, I don't mind it, you know? I know that. <laughs> I know that very well. <laughs> so, for like the first two months, I was Gucci. Like, I was like, there couldn't be a better state of the world where we don't have to go anywhere and do anything. But obviously, the flip side of it is that pleasure for me came at a cost for many people. And, you know, I didn't obviously verbally say that out loud uh, because then that would be a slap in the face and all all the livelihoods that had been lost. But yeah, like I said, I I like being alone. And at some point, it just that also wasn't, you know, cutting it. So I also had to kind of do that check in to say, maybe at some point you might need human contact, human interaction. Um, yeah, and I, I had to make that decision. But overall, quite honestly, uh, the girl is okay. <laughs> Which is really good. It's, it's a good place to be in this situation. How did you feel about... So I know that you're a planner. <laughs> and, and I've seen your five years plan. <laughs> so I'm, 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 <laughs> no, but I'm pretty sure this year did not go up as planned at all and and do you feel disappointed about that how do you feel about having to put some particular plans on hold yes of course I think maybe only five percent of the things I planned this year are actually you know going according to plan this was supposed to be the elevation plan because I think I spent 2018 and 2019 putting a lot of ducks in row and laying down the foundation for 2020 to then be the acceleration but uh, you know None of that is happening. So I very, very, very kindly went on to, I guess, the document that I keep my plan on. And I literally just deleted the whole thing. Um, mostly oh, so you don't even postpone. You just went like, oh, yeah. get out. So, it's amazing. <laughs> because I kept looking at it and I kept on thinking, postponing at this point is assuming that we are going back 
to a particular type of life. I think we're moving forward. There are very few things we are going to claim back as they were. So if the plans were a progression of a kind of world or, you know, kind of assumption, like one of the plans was on an industry that I'm pretty sure is only going to recover maybe five years from now, if it ever comes back as it is, like that's not going to work, you know? So yeah, so I just got to a point where I had to, you know, just kind of come to terms with that and then challenge myself to just creating a whole new world, I guess. A whole new world. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I, that, that's what I did. So I started over uh, and beginning July, I turned a new leaf. Uh, those that are connected to me on WhatsApp might have seen I am on a new workout routine. Listen, a whole new porcupine is coming out of this pandemic. Maybe new dreams, maybe revised dreams, but definitely everything that's that I planned till 2025 is null and void, like it ain't happening. Keep all the thorns you had before as a porcupine. Uh, maybe not. Maybe porcupine <laughs> might be softening up like the spikes are falling off. Who knows? <laughs> okay. We're going to see. I mean, that's a mutated porcupine. I'm sure scientists would be very interested in learning some more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to keep that one open. But I think um, overall, uh, the two of us would obviously just like to reiterate uh, wherever you are, we're hoping that you know, you're keeping safe, you're keeping tabs uh, with you know, your overall wellness, um, where you can keep up with your immune system, do that, you know, be it with food or exercise or fresh air, you know, emotionally check in with yourself, maybe with others, and maybe get help if that's what you need. When you do have to interact with the outside world, you know, Social distancing is key, washing your hands is key, sanitizing is key, and wearing a mask at this point. We, we're no longer really on a debate. It's rather safe than sorry, the effectiveness of it all. Listen, we can debate post the crisis. And I think one important thing is, you know, even if you yourself or people you know have not been infected with COVID, it's okay to feel sad because people out there in the world have suffered it and having that particular empathetic reaction is okay so yourself feel those emotions process them and then if you are mentally physically emotionally capable of helping do that if not just yourself afloat is fine you really don't need to do a lot viewing you know keeping yourself sane yep I couldn't agree more. And yeah, I mean, we, there's so much more that we can talk about and perhaps uh, we'll be able to get to that. But this episode is going to be going up on the 14th of August, which is... Our birthday! Yay! Wait, no, the podcast's birthday. <laughs> Not ours. <laughs> no, no. It's officially been two years since we began this journey. And we have not been consistently putting out content. No. But it's been out there. So <laughs> it's, you know, not too bad. <laughs> well, I was just personally thinking about, you know, the time when we started. We've mentioned this before. We were really just lovers of podcasts. Maybe I was a little too obsessed. Um, to the yeah. point of thinking I cannot be consuming this much content and not be producing something. I am inspired every time I listen to a podcast. I learn so much. I sometimes share with it. Sometimes I reflect on it. And sometimes, you know, it all just goes into my arsenal because listen, it's learning, it's growing. That could never go to waste. 
So we, I think I convinced you enough to, you know. I was just going to say, I was just around the house and she pulled me in. And I was like, sure. That's all. <laughs> I told you the morning off and then in the evening, there was an email, there was an account, there was a recording tap set up and a logo and we were doing it. And there were socks. <laughs> Never forget the socks. <laughs> so for those who might not know, the sock story is, oh gosh, humble beginnings. When we started off our podcast, obviously we did not want to, you know, overkill on equipment and recording equipment and all that kind of stuff so we did our interviews preliminary interviews asking people who were in the professional podcasting field both in cape town and around the world and asked for pointers on how to do this kind of you know low-key uh, low budget uh, to test the waters and they advised that if we were using our phones to record it would be best to use like those fuzzy socks to cover the mic because then it will make make it sound like it's a studio that actually has been our bootstrap uh, method uh, for a while and um, for many episodes that you know that's what that was obviously it felt weird at first we had to find like you know socks yeah. that were fairly new hadn't been worn had to wash them fragrance yeah. that um and kind of put the sock as close as possible to our mouths that sounds disgusting now that i'm saying it out loud for the world no but we we washed them we did, but I'm just saying, uh, from the outside looking in, none of it sounds right. Let me tell you, it was some of the best times of my life because it was just both of us sitting on a bed, socks to our mouths, just <laughs> chatting about random stuff. And well, not particularly random, but I feel like a lot of the opinions we shared, we might not have shared with each other before the episode. And it was just always, oh, so this is you know, you're showing me more of you. I'm showing you more of me. And we're sharing all of that with a lot of people we may know or not. And it was just fun times. It was. And I think to that point, for me, our podcast has always been a labor of love. Um, and for me, what a beautiful way to document a friendship, you know. It's almost like I, I get to find out, like I said, more formalized ways in which you, you think through a particular situation, how you observe certain, you know, instances in our individual lives or things we might experience together. Um, and I'll forever cherish that. To have that as, as, as a recording, it's almost like, I guess it's our heirloom. Uh, of sorts and I don't know who will pass it on to but it, it, it's a way in which I never thought I would appreciate um, capturing memories uh, and I'm very grateful Aww. for that yeah just imagine the singular tear rolling down my <laughs> cheek as I give this very small smile and, and just remember all the good times we had because I haven't seen you in like over a year now yeah. and it feels it's very weird because I feel like our friendship has continued as strong as it was. Again, because, you know, there's this podcast, there's just us checking on each other in our daily lives. But at the same time, it's still, I don't know, I miss recording like with you personally there in the room. Yeah, I, I remember you saying earlier on that you're not interested in doing like virtual recording because like, what is a podcast even if banana, I mean if porcupine is not there and I'm just like whoa girl true <laughs> so this is the first podcast we record together in this season it's very difficult to kind of get the cues when somebody should talk when somebody should not when you know, because you can't see each other and the reason we're not doing video and audio is because well 
and the internet can only handle so much and we don't want to overload it so yeah that, that has been a part that is missing but i still cherish the entire process i think uh, and i kind of maybe highlighted this a bit before but our love for podcasts has also kind of you know kept going and we've kind of been updating our community and building community on our uh, twitter page uh, which is uh, at po underscore bar underscore podcast and i feel like we we have almost opened ourselves up to uh, a bigger world out there and it's it's been so so rewarding having new people listen to podcasts period having new people listen to our podcast more specifically and introducing this wonderful medium to many more people either for professional reasons for leisure reasons or whatever the case might be so i think beyond just the two of us seeing other people enjoy the conversations we have and seeing our thought process almost evolve and then shape the direction of the podcast has been so rewarding and i i just had hadn't really accounted for how much that would mean to me until it actually happened. And I just got to say, I, I appreciate every single person that listens, that takes a chance on this podcast thing. Because I think that's the one question we answer the most. What on earth is this podcast thing? So anybody who gives us an ear, listens to it, actually enjoys it, or at the very least engages with us, that actually, you know, gives me, me joy. Like we're in a novice kind of medium and we, we hope to stick around long enough to move the needle, to influence conversation, to influence consumption, distribution and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, so I think that those have been well, part of the blessings and joys for me in the last two years. Two years, dude. Two years. Two years. We have a toddler. <laughs> so does this mean we're getting to the terrible twos uh, I, i'm hoping not i'm hoping podcasts don't really go through tantrums so. <laughs> okay just quick not so rapid fire um just to close off uh, this short birthday episode what have been some of your favorite moments or maybe a favorite episode can you pick favorites are we allowed to pick favorites I think we, we, we should be allowed to. So I've got two favorite ones. Ooh, let's hear them. You know, I'm, I'm a very emotional person. When situations happen, I tie them with how I felt at that moment. Mm-hmm. So why these were two of my favorite episodes was because of how I felt then. And the first one was when we had our friend and housemate Tumeric on the show. Oh, yeah, that was cool. That was cool. Yeah, and, and I think it was because at that moment... It was, it, it just felt like a scarcity between the three of us. And it felt like, you know, I've got friends in this house. It's, it's basically family. It's not just like people I'm living with. So that was really cool. The second episode was, it was just me and a friend of mine, Broccoli. And it was the first episode I did with a guest here in Egypt. Mm. And I was just going through a bit of adjustment with returning to the country and looking for a job. And I was very unemployed then. And so it was, and, and he was in the same boat as I, as I was. And it just felt like I'm, I'm sitting with a friend that I really care about and he really cares about me. And we're just discussing something we're dealing with. I just think the connection I felt at that moment with somebody was just nice. And those were my two favorite episodes. Yo, um... Do you feel inadequate with your answer now? <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, first one for me. I mean, just starting. Like, just, you know, 
okay yeah you fantasize about this thing it's just like oh if i had my own podcast i would do this and this differently and then you do it and it's just like oh maybe not so easy maybe 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 not but yeah. then enough courage to just put it out because you remember how many times you like recorded that first episode and can i just tell you people how many times she records episodes where she's on her own the amount of times she keeps recording and re-recording and re-recording and i'm just like dude send it through you're good yeah i oh man we might actually need to talk about that later um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> drag me why don't you but i think yeah just the the fact that the first one actually made it for me okay. that was a moment i think i i didn't know the the potential that was on this or how this is going to evolve so i wasn't as excited with the first episode it almost felt and I'm, I'm i'm sorry to use these words but it was just like i was humoring you with something you really wanted to do <laughs> i'm sorry to say this. <laughs> no i i felt this like it was obvious that that was your approach i think even our you know um turmeric at the time kind of like low-key mentioned that maybe not in those words but it was almost like okay this is porcupine's project like you yeah, i'm gonna admit it <laughs> Bananas going, you know, just going with the flow. Uh, and she wasn't wrong. She was right. And, I mean, I knew it, but she just, you know, put words to it. And you just kind of didn't really say anything about it. But I was like, I, I get it. This is what she's doing. She's just waiting for the time where the, like, you know, the fatigue sets in. And then I just, like, lose interest. And then she's just like, oh, phew. At least, you know, that's out of the way. She's past that phase. And then the phase kind of stuck. I know. And I'm very surprised. <laughs> but it's <laughs> Yes, I love doing this. Don't take this for this interest in what I'm doing. But <laughs> it didn't start with the same because I haven't been in the podcast world for as long as you have. I don't even think I've listened to podcasts before this. Like purposefully listen to a podcast. So it took me a while to like gather momentum and to be like, oh, this this is actually really nice and I like it. Yeah. Well, thanks for humoring me. And I think like I say, I knew that <laughs> that was your approach. And I was actually even more determined to show you the value in this because then I think at that point I started sending you more links to other podcasts just to be like, That's hey, true. there's joy around here. It's so much fun <laughs> over here. And then it just like strike conversation and just like slipping like, oh, did you hear on that podcast? Just to see if you're actually listening to them. And then the more you started like responding with stuff that you, you know, experienced or heard or found interesting in other podcasts, I was like, yes. I have her. I have hooked her. Come to the dark side. <laughs> and I just want to say, I wasn't really that concerned with the fact that you really, to an extent, were just going with the flow and humoring me. Because in many areas of our lives, like the things that you do that I humor you in, and it's almost like it's yeah. that I'm not really that interested. I mean, we've spoken about Harry Potter like a lot. Um, I know. I know you know nothing and it hurts me deeply but no, we will pass know, I know some things now because <laughs> you insisted you know I missed that cultural bus in I don't know middle school primary school whatever and you just thought it was unacceptable but you know look at me now look at us now we have a like an entity we can call our own that is out there you know what this sounds like this sounds like a married couple who went to couples therapy and then came out stronger on the other side yes indeed this is exactly what happened this podcast is the stronger on the other side um so was that your only favorite moment or was there another one other than the first episode i would say the rest of them were off 
the podcast so you know the episodes that maybe never made it onto air that we collaborated with um you know i think you you would know this uh, uh another friend of ours i would say probably the conversations we have so people do send us voice notes on the anchor app just kind of saying oh you know this part all the way from mm, you really are taking you know too many liberties with this kind of idea or with this kind of concept uh. Uh, down to the you know the grammar nerds um who are just like you're not respecting english enough and all you know all the way to the people who engage with what we're saying and they you know more introspecting uh to say oh i just never really thought of it that way and actually maybe i might fall into that category or you know that field yeah. or whatever the case may be yeah we we made it to two um we've you know, attempted so many things that worked and didn't work we've done you know so many vision meetings we i think we've we've dreamt together and i think that's you know to dream and execute to a certain level at least attempt to execute mm-hmm. um is is special i i value that and i think at two years old that is what i'm holding on to oh that's like some of the sweetest things you've ever said to me <laughs> and i know it's not to me but like <laughs> Listen, I just like to say I say sweet things. I actually as a person say a lot of She does. So, you know, you do say sweet things and and this is an extension of that. One last thing I want to say, I just really appreciate how this was like a celebration of 2 years of our podcast and it kind of turned into a celebration of this thing we have together. I'm I'm now very teary eyed literally about to say why does it sound like you are going into mushy land what's going on <laughs> we are going to wrap this up is what's going on <laughs> oh my god okay maybe i should wrap this up <laughs> yep, go for it <laughs> so yeah i think uh moments of impact we have shared moments of kind of great pride we have shared indirectly moments of great joy um remembering our reasons why and also our favorite moments i feel we can't do the whole idea justice in just conversation and i think most of that will show in kind of what we do with this idea with this movement going forward because for us it is more yep. uh, a podcast and there it, it means so much more to the two of us uh, as you can tell it what well, it has placed our friendship in a very good place uh, and i think it, for the both of us it has kind of kept that fire going uh and i really appreciate that so from a kind of business partner perspective it has worked from a friendship perspective it has, it has worked and it has opened so many possibilities for us individually we wish we could you know stay longer talk more but you know as you heard banana has a lot of saving to do <laughs> <laughs> she 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 is going to be that person that uh, helps move the needle Uh, on the African continent. Wow, that that those are very big words. Absolutely. Okay, and we Absolutely. do not know yet. <laughs> we expect nothing less. We expect nothing less. Uh, no pressure, but like tons of pressure. Um <laughs> and to reiterate uh, and uh, for me and I I just like to say any opportunity you can take to maybe advance, you know, somebody's access to you know shelter food uh, any opportunity you can get to create livelihoods or even protect them encourage everybody to do so as much as possible show up for your community in whatever way you can uh, very much following yep. the guidelines that uh, banana mentioned earlier take care of yourself follow guidelines and stay as safe as you possibly can and we are rooting for you 
we are with you we are hoping the best for you and yours wherever you are uh, stay connected stay informed and stay as safe as you possibly can but guys th- these are tough times mm-hmm. and so just take it easy don't put too much pressure on yourself you're not supposed to be doing anything you're just supposed to be maintaining your well-being that is all and if you're not doing everything you thought you would be doing this year it's fine it really this is the only time when it's really not on you is the world so yeah take the time to feel better to get yourself to a better state emotionally mentally physically and we're getting through this but yeah i think we we have said a mouthful at this point uh we wish you the best and from myself porcupine and banana it's been real thank you for riding with us for two years and look out for more episodes in the near future about some great changes happening um we wish you the best and goodbye see ya